0: Oh, hello and welcome back to another episode of fluently forward i am so excited for this week's episode so excited that this little intro is going to be like very very short but we are having on Aphrodite and i have been following Aphrodite for years on youtube he does these pop culture tarot card psychic readings and he covers everything from like celebrity relationships to celebrity events you know let's say like the slap at the Oscars. He also does true crime. He also does conspiracy theories like Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell readings are on his YouTube channel. Obviously, it's like literally every single thing that I'm into. So I was so excited that we were able to have him on. I think he said this is the first podcast he's ever done and he's like built for podcasts. It was such a great conversation. So in this episode, we kind of get into you know how he decided to start doing this because I haven't seen anyone else doing psychic readings on all of this stuff. And then we also talk about all of his videos and the readings that he has done. So we talk about Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn's relationship. He did a reading on Ezra Miller. We talk about Elon Musk and Grimes. We talk about Tom Holland and Zendaya. We speak about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, Uh, a lot of stuff about that. And honestly, it's one of my favorite conversations. Let's just get into it then, right? Okay, introducing Aphrodite. All right, so welcome to the podcast, Aphrodite.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Who I have been following for years, and I've given a little bit of a pre-intro on you before we started, but can you tell people just a little bit about yourself and what you do, because I think it's so cool.
1: Okay, I mean- I think I'm a jack of all trades, but for the most part, I am a sassy psychic who mixes (laughs) tarot with modern internet culture. Uh, So basically anything that goes on in the world, whether it be celebrity or true crime or I don't know, something in the world, uh, I'll probably do a tarot reading on it and uh, predict the future.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you do, you do predict the future because like reading blind items, listening to your videos, and just like talking to other people who are kind of in the gossip know, you have gotten so many videos completely correct. Do you keep a running list? Like, I know you predicted the P- the Kimye divorce. Like, mm-hmm. you've predicted so many things. Do you
1: have a list of them? You know, it's really funny. I have a really hard time keeping track. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that because like, oh, everything comes true. But I'm saying that because I'm very scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like, I think people have this notion of me that I'm like this all-knowing being but most that's, of my information that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah most of my information is just like downloaded and so in order for me to download information I kind of have to be empty headed <laughs> yes. so my space is kind of clear in my head so when I do something or do a tarot reading or something it's like it the energy filters through me out and then it's over. I don't really remember it.
0: Mm. So it's like
1: very difficult. I'm not a very like specific, detailed, oriented person.
0: Yeah. So I'm yeah, terrible
1: at organization. <laughs>
0: well, it seems like it doesn't match up, right? Like how many people are like, I'm a great psychic reader. And also I know everything on Excel. I would be like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> that yeah. just like doesn't work. Well, I have, I have kept a pretty big list of everything you've been right about, which we'll talk about um, okay. later on in the episode. But I just want to ask, like, I have not you know, I love going on YouTube and doing the pick a card readings or like pick a crystal readings. I'm obsessed with that. To me, it's like a fun way to almost like you want to spend money, but like you can't afford it. So you go mm-hmm. on and do a pick a card reading and you also do those as well. Yeah. But what gave you the idea to do like You've done readings on the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial on, um, Jeffrey Epstein on Taylor Swift and her boyfriend. I haven't seen anyone else doing that on YouTube. So how'd you get the concept?
1: Yeah, I kind of pioneered the genre a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think I've always had a love of celebrities, um, although now that's kind of dwindling, which I'm sure we'll get to later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I've always had like a love of celebrities. And I think for me, um, something that was very important with what I do for a living is I wanted people to have tangible proof that I am legit. Um, Because if I were to purchase something from someone, I would want some sort of proof or something I could look at, something that I can hold in my hands, right? And so for me, I was like, well, of course I'm going to prove my ability because I'm not afraid to. Like, I'm legit. And so for me, it kind of stemmed from that where it's like, I feel like everybody should be able to prove their ability. So. I'm not afraid to do that. You know, it's a challenge every day. Like every time I do a reading, people are trying to catch me and trying to do this, but I'm very confident in my ability and I have no qualms doing it. Um, I do things live sometimes it's like, I have, you know, that's where it started from. Um, and also I think people in general are just like obsessed with celebrities. So it's like a really good way to promote anyways.
0: They are. And like, trust me, that's, you know, what my entire podcast and everything is about for you why are you obsessed with, or to me, like I'm obsessed with celebrity culture. I'm obsessed with pop culture. There's no one celebrity that I would like live or die for. What's your take on celebrities and pop culture?
1: There's only one celebrity I would live and die for. and It's Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, honestly, I think for me, something that I love about celebrity is they're great examples. So yeah. you can kind of learn about yourself through what of celebrity experiences, because they experience the same things we do so I kind of like them as teaching tools uh you know like yeah. that I, I look at it this way like for instance you know the big thing that everyone's talking about is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial I think a lot of people who have been through something you know dark like that can relate and so if they look at a reading like that they can sort of connect and I feel like it's like a great way to be like oh like I can learn things through them
0: Oh, totally. Like, anyone who's been in a love triangle is probably thinking about Brangelina and stuff like that. I know another YouTuber, Shalyn Lester. Have you ever heard her videos? Talk about a cool concept. She takes celebrity drama, and then she's like, and here's what we can learn about... Justin Bieber and Hailey Bieber being in a fight, you know, because it like hooks people in with that gossip, but then it, you know, then you get to do your brand on the other half of it. Cause yeah, like we're all obsessed with celebrities. Now what's really interesting is, you know, later on, once we get to your specific videos, some of these celebrities you don't know much about and you do such a precise reading. Like the first one we'll get to in a little bit is um Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn's relationship. And I think you don't know too much about Taylor Swift or like you hadn't listened to her albums, right?
1: I – okay. So I used to – this is the thing about me, okay, is like most of the celebrities I do readings on I didn't really care for. Until I do a reading on them. And then Ah. I'm like, oh, they're not that they're actually a lot better than I thought they would be. And I think she's a great example of that. I'm a casual fan. Like, I like a couple of her songs. Yeah. I have a lot I could say about Taylor Swift because there's a lot of stuff I don't say in my videos about her that I want to.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, well, the Swifty fan base is like, can I ask you a question? Like, go for it. I'm sure you get so many suggestions for different video concepts and things like that. My personal suggestion is like, I have to know what happened with Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss because we had an astrologer come on and she said this is not a straight woman's chart when she was going through Taylor Swift's chart. So, anytime I watch a video, like, I am convinced I do think she's dating Joe Alwyn and we'll talk about your video with her. But I'm also like, I feel like she dated Carly Kloss. Have you ever gotten that energy?
1: Okay, so this is what I mean when I say I'm very scared. I've been threatened a lot with like yep. cease and desist and from oh. people's, yeah. And John. I've had people reach out to me, and there's been a lot of like stuff. So I'm very scared. Yeah, <laughs> to well, say allegedly, allegedly, all yeah. alleged for entertainment purposes only. Um, <laughs> but you are not going to convince me that she didn't prefer women before Joe.
0: Fascinating. <laughs> that is, a, I would literally say the exact same thing because people think I'm crazy, but I, I do know. think that she is with Joe. But I also think that it's just like there's so many signs and lyrics and things like that. So when you're doing a reading, is it like you put down a couple of cards and immediately you can tell what someone's vibe is or their orientation or their desires in life? How does that
1: work? So I can only get information that... I can help, you know, that is needed to help. So Mm -hmm. like your deepest, darkest secret, I'm not going to get a lot of people are like, you shouldn't be doing that. What if you
0: put down cards and they're like, she evaded taxes in 2019, you know, like, yeah,
1: no, it's not like that. And the intention is said to help. Um, And again, these are tools to use to teach yourself or to learn from them for yourself. So it's things you can relate to. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be something super dark and super serious. I think a lot of times people really want to cape for celebrities and protect celebrities. I'll never understand that. Yes. I'll never understand our culture of defending a celebrity so hard. They don't care about you. You know they what I mean? They wouldn't
0: piss on you if you were on fire. And, and yeah, you are. Yeah. Defending
1: mm-hmm. them, which is whatever. But um, for me, it's basically a second language. Tarot is like a second language. It's like mm-hmm. I connect to it. I start channeling. And then I'm reading a different language.
0: Yeah. And have you ever... Because I've tried to learn tarot. And it was it's so much memorization, the cards. And you're so good at it. Like When I do a reading... It takes me about like two hours because I'm like flipping through a stupid book, but I do these things called karma cards. Have you ever heard of them? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And you basically pull three cards and each card is a third of a sentence and it like reads you sentences that like align with anyway, whatever. But how long did it take you to
1: learn tarot and
0: get so good at it?
1: Um, I've kind of been dabbling in it since I was like 12 and oh, cool. Cool. I'll be like 31 next month, which you're
0: 31. I, yeah. Oh my God. I never would have guessed. I would have been like, Oh 12. So like for six I, years. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: I know. Everyone thinks I'm so young, but I'm just like, no, I just, yeah. Anyways, I, I, for me, it's, it's been something like a hobby I've had since I was 12, yeah. um, on and off. Um, and it's just, I feel like it's just practice. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things where I'm just the type of person where I have to dive headfirst into something mm-hmm. and just, like, play around with it until I figure it out. It's, like, how I learn. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I did. Like, when I first started, I had, like, a like, a guidebook and some resources. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm not dealing with this. I'm just going to do it myself. And honestly, it was trial and error because I was just kind yeah. of like, if you're into astrology, I have an Aries moon, and I'm very impulsive. Uh, so I was just like, I'm just going to do readings, and I'm going to figure it out. So I, like, went backwards. Like for instance, one of my friends would go to a party and I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna pull three cards. And this is what I think it means. When you come back from the party, let me know what happens so I can go back and realize what it is.
0: Oh, that's such a cool technique. That's really fun. Do, now, do you ever do it for yourself? Like you pull cards for your day and then at the end of the day, you're like, oh, okay. I think that's what it was trying to tell me.
1: Um, I try to just utilize my intuition for the most part. Um, and not like force myself. But there are a lot of situations where I will try to read for myself, especially with boys, because I have horrible luck in dating. Um, But sometimes it's a little bit hard to read yourself because you're a little bit biased. I know for me, sometimes I steer towards like self, like hatred in, in when I'm reading myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's me being the bad person. But I've had pretty good success, especially lately uh, with uh, reading myself, especially with my boy dramas. So,
0: okay. Oh, well, <laughs> whenever you do pick a card readings for all the signs every month, and I'm also Gemini, just like you. So, whenever you do the Gemini readings, I'm like, oh my God, like Aphrodite and I are going to have a similar month. You know?
1: <laughs> like- oh, God. Yeah. My past <laughs> months were not so great in my personal life, but that's okay. <laughs>
0: So maybe we are linked up, although mine would be like professional, but you know, who knows? Okay. Something else I wanted to ask you is there are different celebrities who kind of do dabble with the spiritual and the mystical in Hollywood, right? Like I'm just thinking of Megan Fox. I'm thinking of Lana Del Rey. I'm thinking of, I think Lady Gaga has her own astrologer. Mm -hmm. Who in Hollywood would you say like really gets it in this field? And is there anyone where you would be like, I think they're just doing it for a show?
1: Um... I mean, I feel like most people in an entertainment space, from my experience, are open to it. I think it's like one of those left brain and right brain things. I don't know if I would specifically say that there's someone that I feel like is like pretending. I don't really think it gets you the attention that...
0: Yeah, not in Hollywood. Like maybe if you were on Wall Street, it would make you stand out. But yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like they're just like, okay, cool. I really like Megan Fox, obviously. Yeah, I think she's really into it. Sometimes I think she's a little bit too into it. (laughs) Sometimes maybe pull back a little bit, but I still love it and appreciate it.
0: I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people or like people are imagining us with like goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. It's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. (laughs) It is used for a reason and it is controlled where it's like let's shed a few drops of blood I need to drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like cut his chest open with
1: broken glass and be like take my soul (laughs) let me bleed on you. (laughs) It doesn't not happen let me tell you maybe not exactly like that but it
0: a version of that has happened uh, many times. Yeah. I've seen those videos where she breaks down and she really knows all of her stuff too. It's not just like, oh, like I'm a Scorpio, which means, you know, uh, the cockroach or whatever, you know, like she actually knows all of the transits and things like that. And different celebrities. Yeah. So Lady Gaga has her own astrologer. There are celebrity psychics and things like that. I know people have had their own TV shows. Do you have any opinions on that? People who like cater specifically to celebrities? Like if anyone reached out to you, would you ever do that?
1: Uh, yeah, it's actually my dream is to have my own TV show doing that.
0: Well, okay, yeah. tell us about it. What would it be like?
1: I mean, I can t- kind of... I don't know. There's a lot of different things that I think I could do. TV is a hundred percent like my thing I want to do the most in my career. Mm. I feel like if I had a show that was like, watch what happens live with Andy Cohen mixed with tarot, I feel like it would be really fun.
0: Like live readings for people or something. It doesn't
1: even have to be live, but just like a little bit of like an interview and like a little bit of a reading and then playing games, like a pick a card with tarot and stuff. I think it would be really cool. Yeah, Just stuff like that, I think would be really fun. I feel like the one thing that I don't like about a lot of the psychic shows and stuff like that, that is I feel like they're too heavy. It's mm-hmm. always like really emotional and really deep. And I it's feel like- It's almost like
0: they're like, you have to
1: cry. Like you yes, somehow have to cry before the episode's over. It's like yeah. emotional porn. And I'm just yes. like, for me, I want, if I, if I when, when, mm-hmm. when I have my own show. Manifest. Yeah. I would like it to be more fun and lively. I feel like it would really entertain uh, a younger audience as well, which is the demographic they're always craving. And I think it's just, it's just something that I feel like eventually will happen. But Yeah. <sighs>
0: Yeah. And I do feel like the younger generation, I mean, we're in the same millennial era, you and I, like, remember growing up on AIM, people would be like ASL, like age, sex, location. The younger generation is all like sun, moon, rising. They all know that. And I didn't when I was growing up. So I do think astrology is really kind of taking Gen Z by, by the throat. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into the individual videos, Off the cuff, any celebrity where you've done a reading on them or you haven't, but it's just something that you sense where you would either say this person is incredible or this person has some rotted shit about them?
1: Okay, most celebrities, when I read them, I'm like, ugh, because unfortunately, and I'm Mm. sure you've probably experienced this. I was naive to think that most people who get into the entertainment industry are creative and, you know, sort of talented, but no, most of them get into it because they want attention or they're narcissists or they're (laughs) self-focused. So I am disappointed by celebrities quite often when I read them, might be a little bit shocking to some, maybe not to others. There is one celebrity that I always think of that, I actually like a lot Mm. now that I've done readings on them and I didn't give a fuck about them before. And it's Kim Kardashian.
0: Yes. Yeah, you've said that before.
1: (laughs) I don't know why, but every time I read her, I get her. Like, I feel like I'm very similar to her Mm. and I don't know why. And her decision-making skills, I feel like I can understand. And I feel like there's a respect that she has for the entertainment industry and for like the hatred that she gets and an understanding. And I just feel her very like, Level headed, it's Libra in her, but I just feel her very like centered. And I don't know why, but I genuinely enjoy Kim Kardashian when I read her.
0: Yeah, for for as many people as that hate her, there's also so many people that are like, you cannot deny she is professional. She works hard. She does all of this. And I think, especially in the last couple of years, too. I mean, people always love to hate the Kardashians. God knows I do. But you also, you do have to respect them. You know what I mean? It's like, the, it's this weird. I don't know, like hatred and love and you don't want to see them, but they're all you can see it's fascinating.
1: The Kardashian videos do some of the best on my channel. And it's absolutely hilarious because people constantly yell at me for it and, and like, oh my <laughs> God, stop doing them. Who cares about them? And they're irrelevant. No, they're not. They're literally some of the best content on my channel and I've never watched the show. So hello, hello, hello. And for here, your pop culture psychic back to you again with another reading. This time it's on Black China and the Kardashians and the Jenners, the Car Jenners. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I was going to ask what type of suggestions do you get the mo- I'm sure like everyone is probably asking you like Euphoria to with you, Chalamet, or things yeah.
1: like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of s- like scattered around. It's usually whatever is like really popular right now, yeah, um, or like what's on the news right now. Um, and then obviously, I think a lot of people really enjoy true crime as well, which I get a lot, or like conspiracy theories, which yes. I don't, I haven't done in a while, but I'm starting to do again. So I feel like, especially if it ties a conspiracy theory with a celebrity, they're like really into that.
0: Shut up, your channel is like literally like it speaks to my soul. There's something Aww. about pop culture and conspiracy theories tied together. I have to ask, what's your favorite conspiracy theory?
1: Oh my God. Um, You know, I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite, but I very much enjoy the Denver airport. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah well and have you been there because it I is haven't. creepy and
1: I, I want to
0: <laughs> i'll say this like my brother works for the government and we try to get so many secrets out of him and he never tells us but i feel like he was we asked him about the denver airport and he was like quiet about it in a way where he denies other stuff i don't maybe i'm reading into it but i think what basically has been proven is that there's a government base underneath the Denver airport, and that's why they built it to be so big and so far away from Denver. So basically the theory goes that if, you know, a nuclear event were to happen, the president, and in dangerous times throughout U.S. history, the president has been in Denver when some shit's about to go down because allegedly there's like a whole base that would keep people safe there. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: I'm just obsessed with like the creepy murals and the gargoyles and stuff.
0: Why would you put in the Denver airport, they have a mural with three open caskets and children sobbing in front of the casket. I'll post it on Instagram. And then Mm. there's like a Nazi ghost with a knife, a building on fire and endangered animals kept behind glass. And it's like, this has nothing to do with an airplane, (laughs) a suitcase, the Bahamas. Like why the hell would somebody put it on there? And and then, then they're like of a nightmare. It's crazy. And then they're like, oh, and the conspiracy theorists are so weird. I'm like, I think you're weird for putting <laughs> that in an airport unless yeah. there's a conspiracy. I agree. Interesting. Okay. So should we get into some of these videos that you've done? I'm ready. All right. So let me pull up because I was rewatching it this morning on my phone and I was taking some notes. The Taylor Swift, Joe Alwyn video, which I completely agree with. I completely agree with. Your vibe on the two of them, the way you started off, you just said, checkmate, she met her match. And you painted this picture. It's such a mesmerizing video of um, Joe being very distant and Mm -hmm. her liking that because she thinks that his distance is a sign of him being mysterious and how he's this guy, the only guy she's ever met that doesn't really think the world of her, doesn't put up with her bullshit. And if she's being emotional, he'll just be like, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'll see you tomorrow. You kind of described it as Dom energy. Like yes. w- what kind of stuck out to you about that?
1: I think it's, he has a quiet confidence mm. that honestly he has no business having, but he has, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Because he's, yes. like, he's not no. like the best looking guy in the world or the most successful, but he just has that. And yeah. it's, I don't think it's something you can teach. You either have it or you don't.
0: Yeah.
1: And I feel like with her, I think there's a couple of things that went on. I think um, one, he's just like very different than any guy she's been with. And there's that quiet confidence that put her in a place. And two, I think that she was tired of the cycle. I think Mm. if she had met him like a year or two prior, she would have just chewed him up and spit him out. But Mm. I think she was in a place where she was like really self-reflecting for the first time. Because that's the vibe I got was like, I'm like, I'm messing up a lot. And I feel like with her, I think she messed up with him and it was the first time she ran back to someone.
0: Yes, well, because you said in the reading too that it seems like they've broken up and gotten back together or at least their relationship was, what did you say? The beginning of the relationship was rocky as shit. And if she shakes things up again that they could break up. He would be the one to leave her. She never would. And that comes through across in her lyrics. Even you saying the thing that he doesn't put up with her bullshit. You know, she has a line that says, you've been calling my bluff on all my usual tricks. There's songs about how, you know, I almost left you, but then I turned around before I hit the tunnel and then we came back. They do describe this relationship as very much like friends with benefits kind of before they started seeing each other.
1: I think- from what I've, I've experienced in her readings and also the little bit that I know she, everyone she's dated is petty, just like her. Yeah, Like they're all a little bit petty, a little bit like highly emotional. Like even the guys, like the way they talk is very, like a little bitchy and like a little bit like sensitive. I feel like she's constantly gone for someone who's like a little bit low-key sensitive. And I think this is the first time where it was someone who's just like, you're a child. Yeah, And I think she really resonated with that. And I think for her, the way I see it is like, I think that she thought that she needed to be in charge all the time because mm-hmm. that's how she's always been. And I think she finally found somewhere where she's like, oh, like we can reign together. -hmm. Because even recently, there was like a interview where they were talking about like if they were engaged or not. and He said something like, "We wouldn't tell you if we did or didn't." And he just like to me, what I see because I see pictures in my head. I see him like putting his arm in front of her and pushing her back and talking for her.
0: And why am I like getting turned on?
1: (laughs) Well, that's what I'm. That's exactly how I felt when when I read their their cards. I was like, "Wait a minute, it's kind of hot." And it's like she would never let anyone do that. She respects the hell out of him. Yeah, she's ever respected one of her partners ever.
0: But you know what fascinates me? Because I think you said too in the reading, let me pull it up here, was just that he didn't really care about her when he met her. He was just like nonchalant. He's like, I'm not going to cater to you. And she had never experienced that before. But I will say like, I read that recent interview that he did with her. And I was like, yeah, like you're not going to put up with her bullshit. But like, God damn, do you even like her? Because like, (laughs) just the way he talks about her, he's he's always like, I'm not going to talk about her. Or like, yeah, we wrote songs together. And like, You know, I don't want to say that it was fun, but it was like a thing to do. And I'm like, okay, like you don't need to tell us like the intimate details of what you guys have done together, but you could at least say, I, you know, I love Taylor. I'm blessed to have her in my life. You know, what a joy that we can be together, but that's all I want to say on it. So do you think that maybe he's just cold to the entire world? Or do you think that because she's so famous, he kind of wants to almost like humble her in a way?
1: Both. Mm. I think she likes cold, mysterious, and aloof. Mm. Um, I think that's like her favorite thing in the world. Um, And I think the other part of it is that he doesn't want to lose. I think they're in a constant game. I think she likes games. And I think they're in a constant like, who's going to win this? Who's going to win that? I think that's what keeps their spark alive.
0: And it makes for good albums because someone being like, hi, honey, how was your day? I cooked you a pot roast. I can't write a song about that.
1: (laughs) No, I I don't think she's the type to... In order for her to like finally pick someone and settle down or really be committed, they need to be interesting and they need to be challenging. She likes a challenge. And I think he's naturally just challenging to her.
0: And speaking of settling down, you had said, if I was her, I would be a little bit embarrassed because she's done all of these songs talking about marriage and I would marry you with paper rings and like, what if we got married and you were my lover and you took this ring and, you know, maybe they have gotten married in secret. But you said in your video that they have different opinions on family or kids. There's been disputes about marriage and she might actually be the one who doesn't want kids. And you said that Taylor is terrified of commitment.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I think, so I think they take turns on their future. I think sometimes he wants something and she doesn't want it and vice versa. Mm. I think for her, she's so used to reflecting her partner um, or reacting to the stuff that her partner does that I think she sometimes doesn't really know what she wants.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, oh mean, God, that's relatable.
1: Yeah. Think of all of our partners and all the crazy stuff she's been through and how she's always like reacting. And it's always like, you know, they hurt me and they did this, but she's never been in a position where she's like, okay, but what do I want? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think also for, for their future and stuff, I don't know if Like in terms of their energy, I'm not really sure if they're ready for something like that, like something big, whether it be like children or whatever, because I think between the two of them, there's this, there's still a hunger to kind of take over. Yeah. And I I feel like they're like, do we get rid of that? Do we let go of that? They're kind of like ebbing and flowing in that from what I experienced.
0: Which seems toxic, but also like, goddamn, you kind of have to applaud being able to do a game for six years. Like, <laughs> the honeymoon stage can last, I guess, if you want to make it like that. Okay, so let's switch topics. You've done videos on Elon Musk, you did one recently on him buying Twitter, and the one that I want to talk about is his relationship with Grimes, which Elon is fascinating because I feel like if you only knew of him online, like I saw him on Twitter and I'm like, oh, this is like some billionaire rich dick asshole who's like Mm -hmm. had a threesome with Amber Heard and Cara Delevingne. And then I watched his (gasps) SNL monologue and I'm like, this is an awkward nerd who like can't even string a sentence together. You were saying that Elon Musk isn't malicious. He just doesn't know how to be. If you gave him a book on how to act or how to be, he would mimic that book. Book. So what about Elon stands out to you as someone who like is
1: like a robot? So yeah, I've never watched anything of him. And mm. I know people are like, can't believe that, but it's the truth. I'm sorry, he's very boring to me. I mean, someone with a lot of money is just not that interesting. No shade, but I'm just mm. like bored. Um, <laughs> but uh he I've seen like his Twitter post. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And I only knew a lot, not a lot. The stuff that I know about him is through Grimes because I like Grimes. So mm-hmm. I know it like a little bit, like not a lot. And when I read him, I was expecting, like you said, I was expecting someone who like kind of like who puts their dick on the table and just like takes over and like doesn't yeah. care about anyone and like whatever. And then when I read him, I was like, why is he so awkward? And I think I spent the first reading with between the two of them, I spent so long trying to understand him because I was so confused how someone could simply not understand <laughs> like a human connection you know what I mean because he's so different which is not necessarily a bad thing but I think that's what she liked about him is how unique his mind is
0: and she's also kind of said similar stuff when defending him to interviewers and articles being like, look, like I know his heart, but he just like comes across so bad. His first wife wrote a piece about being his starter wife and it's heartbreaking. Like the things that Elon Musk did to her. Yeah. Like their first baby died of SIDS and he told her that She was emotionally manipulating him by grieving, and she just had to, like, get over it and move on. And allegedly at the first dance at their wedding, he whispered in her ear, I am the alpha, and, like, you have to treat me as such, which is just like – it's like Reddit come online. It's so weird. So Grimes had also said things about that too, about him just, like, not understanding women's emotions and thinking that – it's a type of manipulation. And you said in your video here, if you left the house at 120, but you said that you left at 115, he would take that as a lie and be like, you lied to me. Um, he takes things super literally. And I think he's an INTJ if you're into Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. at all. So I think – do you think that this guy is just super, super logical or do you think that there is some sort of like super villain mastermind
1: behind it? I just think – I don't know. I don't think he's a supervillain. I I just think that perhaps there might be some low levels of empathy. Um, yeah, yeah, like maybe low levels of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And that might be the miscommunication or the misunderstanding, because he doesn't seem like he's like actually trying to hurt people. I just don't think he comprehends uh, emotions or emotional intelligence the way that most people do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably why he's been able to be so successful, because when you don't really care about certain things, it's easier to like step on them.
0: Imagine how much
1: easier your life would be if you didn't care about things. It's just I like... think about that all the time, all the time. Especially in my dating life, I'm like, how everyone I date doesn't give a fuck, and I'm like, how? Like, you know
0: I care what? too much. I saw a guy jerking off on the subway the other day, oh, God, and I was man. like, how crazy that? Like, I, I like cover a blemish before I leave the house because I'm like too <laughs> nervous about it. But there's a guy who could just like jerk off on the subway. <laughs>
1: I'll never understand it. I'll never understand it. The game of like, who cares less? I lose immediately. Yes. Sorry, I care a lot. I'm an empath.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, care a lot. You're literally downloading these things. And then the other thing you said about Elon Musk was that he pushes people to be a mom. He's got eight children. He's had eight children. So that's definitely true, which is very funny that someone who's like so unempathetic could be like, I want you to be the most empathetic, nurturing
1: role that someone can be. (laughs) I had, so I had no idea that he was like a baby pusher. I had no idea. Like I literally had people messaging me like, no, it's a thing. Like he constantly is talking about how like smart people need to procreate. And I was like, I had no idea. (laughs) That shit is weird. And I don't understand it.
0: It's so weird. Same with like how Jeffrey Epstein wanted to like spread his seed and like make a bunch of children and stuff. It's like, why are guys like obsessed with uh spreading? It's like once you have over a billion dollars, yeah. It's like, I don't know, you just get weird. They're bored.
1: I swear to God, they're bored. They're literally bored. They're like, I want a million of me. It's like, okay, narcissist, like I can't. Sorry.
0: Okay, I am excited. Tom Holland and Zendaya. I, when I watched your video on them, there were moments I was like shouting at my laptop in agreement. First off, you started off by saying, I thought Tom Holland was one of the girls because of the video of him dancing to Umbrella. That is what all of the blind items say. They say that, Tom and Zendaya previously had this like relationship where they hooked up, but what's going on right now is for PR, which, you know, I think that that's true just because they've known each other for eight years. And to me, it's just absolutely insane to be like, I wasn't attracted to you at all for the first seven, but on year eight, right when we have a movie coming out, suddenly I find you attractive and – You said in that video that they could be read as a PR stunt, but it's hard to read that in the cards because all celebrities exaggerate their relationship. So is that something that comes across a lot in these readings?
1: Yeah. So the reason why it's really difficult is because celebrities are professional liars, which I'm sure you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so it's really difficult because let's say you kind of like someone or you're kind of dating someone. You're like, okay, we're cool. But then your whole team is going to be like, well, let's blast it like you guys are lovers. And so that energy is the exact same as if you were faking it. So it's so difficult for me to be like 100% PR and sometimes it's one person playing the other one, which is also a little bit difficult to read because Mm -hmm. both of them want fame and success. And so between Tom and Zendaya, first of all, both of them care about their careers more than anything. Like that's very clear. Second, allegedly from was only, (laughs) um, between the two of them, I thought that she liked girls and I thought he liked guys.
0: Oh, that's what the blinds say. That's what the blinds say.
1: That's what I thought before even knowing anything about them going in. They have, that's their energy. That's their vibe. Um, Perhaps they like both. I mean, that's very possible. Could be both be bisexual or pansexual. But between the two of them, to me... I see Tom as so career hungry it's not even funny like willing to do whatever it takes to Yes,
0: yes. To be and people the see him person. as this like oh like I'm a little innocent puppy and like I keep messing up my lines and it always happens on Jimmy Fallon. I'm like he's doing this for PR like he is obsessed with having his name out there and I think just because he looks like I don't know 5 years younger than he actually is doesn't <laughs> mean that he's like some innocent little lamb. I think he's like a little bit of a scoundrel.
1: I mean, he's an actor and he's good at it. So that's, I think people forget that. I think people want to believe something and celebrities give people what they want, which is to believe in something. Mm. And again, there's this culture right now on the internet where we're obsessed with caping and protecting celebrities. It's like, especially when it comes to like speculating sexuality, people are always like, oh my God, oh my God, you can't do that. And it's like, first of all, great example, Harry Styles. Okay. Not to change the subject, but just for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's an entire team behind him marketing him as sexually ambiguous. That is a team. He's that is selling. goal. He's
0: selling, once he started selling nail polish, it's like, okay, you can't just like sit on this fence for forever and take advantage of, the, you know?
1: The, my thing is like, it's, it's a marketing tactic. So when you're using that as a marketing tactic, then it's up for fair game. That's how I feel. And so when you're using your relationship as a marketing tactic, which is what Zendaya and and Tom are doing, then people are going to speculate whether or not you're dating, you're not, you're cheating, you like men, women, your dating life is now open. Mm-hmm. So that's how I take it. Um, and I, I think, again, like you have to understand that these are celebrities. It's not your best friend who's like in the closet. You know, it's this is completely different. These people sign yes. up for this, put it out there. There's a whole team behind them, marketing them as, you know, gay, whatever, straight, whatever. And so as far as the two of them, yeah, I'm sorry. He wants to advance his career. I think she is someone who I think that there's a part of her that actually does kind of care about him. Hmm. which is interesting. I feel like it's more of a nurturing way and I don't think she's figured that out yet. But I mean, they're cute together. I mean, it works for both of them. Everyone's obsessed with them. I'm not really super mad about it. Um I think that she'll probably be the one to break up with him officially, but Yeah, whatever. I don't
0: think there's no way that this lasts for the rest of the year and you know, that's what I would bet. But I I can agree with you completely about I get the same comments too. Like you're speculating on sexuality too much, especially with Taylor Swift. And I'm like, look, if she is releasing albums with lyrics that point out to things, you know, her song Dress, I'm going to wear you like a necklace. I don't want you like a best friend. Like if I'm going to assume that that's about Carly Kloss, If she didn't want, you know what I mean? Like she puts out these lyrics and then if you interpret it in a way that isn't completely straight, people are like, you're speculating sexuality. It's like, well, you're speculating that all these people are straight, you know, like exactly until a celebrity comes out and says what they are. I think it's weird to be like, 100% hundred percent, they're like straight with everyone, and if you say, I agree, or the
1: creep, you know. Well, also, I mean, hello, celebrities. Have you ever been to a theater class in high school yes. or anything like that? Most people are some, you know, LGBT spectrum. So I feel like it's safe to assume that most celebrities have some sort of, you know, back it has and to forth. be more
0: rare for someone in Hollywood to be completely straight at this point.
1: To me, yeah. I think that that's yeah. more rare. So that's what I think, but I mean, maybe yeah. we just think backwards. I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. If you are like me and you have ever had a Sunday afternoon where you have no motivation to do anything and you just find yourself scrolling and not able to get off of the couch... That can be a sign of burnout. So BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So Fluently Forward listeners will get 10%. Off their first month at BetterHelp.com/fluently. That's slash better, fluently and you can head over there and set up any type of therapy that you want. Like we said, there's video, phone, and even live chat sessions. If you just want to text with someone and you don't want to have to see them, BetterHelp.com/fluently. Okay, speaking of PR things, um, you did a reading on Kanye West and Julia Fox. And this was back in January 15. Everything came true. <laughs> you yeah, said yeah. Uh, you said that you thought that there would be multiple other girls. You said, quote, I won't be shocked if this doesn't last. I see other people on the sides. That happened, like, immediately with the other Kim Kardashian lookalikes. And one of the interesting things that you said was she's not physically attracted to him. I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that, she knew what she was doing.
0: Now, is this something you can read in the cards and have you ever had a reading where you're like this celebrity couple is having the best sex that I've ever read?
1: Yes. Um, I would say best sex ever is usually not celebrities because I find that celebrities usually don't go for sexual compatibility. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's usually more status, shocker, or stability. But I can see that, like especially if I do readings for clients or people because I do free readings all the time for people in my comments and stuff. And so I feel like... I, it is very common. Um, I know, especially like if I pull like a two of pentacles uh, reversed. <laughs> it's usually is that good? No, it's usually an issue with the physical connection. Um, oh, yeah, for okay. me. And then like a two of wands would be like a highly passionate sexual chemistry. Oh. Um, I think the only people recently that I can think of that have like a very passionate, intense vibe are Megan and MGK.
0: I was just going to say them, which, yeah. you know, I, I do think their relationship like Honestly, I'm here for the crazy. Like, I don't want a celebrity <laughs> who, like, shops at Banana Republic. Like, I want someone who is drinking each other's blood. And while sometimes it's a little bit of an eye roll, you know, you come home from your 9 to 5 and you're like, great, I'll see this. Um, but it's so creepy how nobody's talking about how MGK has, like, all these allegations with these <laughs> underage girls and, like, he's on video footage being like, yeah, I had to, like, fuck Kendall Jenner even if she was, like, 18 or, sorry, like,
1: 16. Who cares? Yeah, I think, you know what it is? I think it's because both of them say so many things for the headlines. Mm. I think that's why. Because you never really know, like, what they're saying to get put in the press and what they're yes. not saying. Again. And I think that's why there's, like, sort of, like, a, okay, whatever, or, like, a pass.
0: Yeah, they, they like being outlandish. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, speaking of things that are fucked up with minors. Oh, <laughs> Jeffrey, <God. laughs> Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. You've done readings on both of them. Let's start with Ghislaine. You did this reading back December 16th. Mm -hmm. Everything came true. You said that she was not going to get nailed for everything. And right now she is facing sentencing for one count of sex trafficking, one count of transporting a minor to engage in sexual activity, and then only three out of five of the conspiracy accounts. So you're correct on that. You also said that she was going to get a lesser sentence. We're still waiting on the sentencing, but six days ago, it came out that the federal judge is reducing her maximum sentence by 10 years. So talk about a lesser sentence. And you also said there's a last minute wrench that's going to be thrown into this trial. And we all know it came out that the juror, lied about his past experiences on that, you know, questionnaire thing you have to do beforehand, which is why this bitch isn't like in prison right now. And the whole thing is up in smoke. So you literally called that there was going to be the last minute down to the wire wrench. What kind of, how did that trial read to you? Because you also kept mentioning that couples were involved, a very powerful couple, and they were probably protecting her or they didn't want to go down with the ship. I think everyone's fascinated by the Ghislaine case.
1: Yeah, well, I got goosebumps just... it always... <laughs> creeps me out you know it's so interesting i got so much backlash for that i got so many people because they're like you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong she's gonna get nailed and she's gonna do this and i was like um okay sorry i don't see that
0: nobody ever comes back and it's the same thing when people get mad at me about blind items no one ever comes back and says sorry that i cyber bullied the ever-living shit out of you and it turns out that you were right it's like well you better thank me now motherfucker like why did you give me hell six months ago and now i'm right
1: that's my number one fucking problem with what I do is that I never get my flowers. Yes. Everyone just shits on me. And that's also why I stopped doing YouTubers because it was just everyone was shit on me and then it'd come true. And I was just like, you know what? You guys are fucking annoying. But yeah, as far as that case goes, I mean, when the juror like purged himself, where the hell happened, I yeah. mean, my mentions were blowing up because yeah. they were like, holy shit. And I was like, I told you something was going to happen. Here's the thing. She is so confident it's Mm. insane. Like when I read her, I expected someone who was scared and terrified. No, I just envision her sitting there smoking a cigarette. Like it's every day. Yeah. There is, there are too many people that are just like terrified of her.
0: And when you read the cards and you hear about these people, I, I remember you mentioning couples. Do you ever get like, I don't know if the cards can trend this way. Do you ever get the vibe that they're like a political couple, that they're like a Hollywood couple, that they're like a foreign couple, anything like that?
1: Uh allegedly Vernon Chamber was only it felt political to me. That's it had,
0: what I was it gonna had too say. Much power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, allegedly Not she dated celebrity. Bill Clinton for a while. I mean, <laughs> everyone knows that him and Hillary definitely haven't shared a bed. So yeah, the minute you said a famous political couple, I was like, Clintons, Clintons, or someone I like that.
1: I got my comment that. a lot. You know, yeah. it's it's hard for me to specifically decipher who it is, especially because I believe there were two couples that are kind of like I, like bumping heads,
0: but also can I say it? Like she's not hot enough for couples to be like intertwined with her sexually. Like what is going on with everyone? Kellie Maxwell was out here like having sex with all of these powerful people. Am I missing something?
1: Did you see that picture that blew up on Reddit of her boobs? Oh, she does have <laughs> she does. <laughs> I think that's what it is. But also, there's like that picture of her like rubbing his feet. I think it's on just- her tits. Yeah. yeah, it's like big boobs and willing to do whatever for a man. I feel like men are simple. Like, that's enough for them. Yeah. (laughs) And plus, she's like clearly willing to do whatever it takes to get what she wants. So she's going to protect you from every fucked up thing you do. I feel like men really like that.
0: They definitely do. Oh Good God. (laughs) It's just so weird when there's a woman over the age of 30 who's still like a pick-me girl, you know? You're like, oh, it feels icky. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, I deal with that every day. So I'm not (laughs) shocked. In fact, when someone's not a pick-me, I'm like, oh, my God, let's save you. (laughs) Yeah, no.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I guess we'll just have to wait until um she gets sentenced. Like, who even knows whenever the fuck it's going to happen? I would have thought that she would have been in jail by now. Yeah, Seems I like think nobody's a lot of pressing people, them on it.
1: Yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, she's not even going to make a trial. She's going to, you know, mysteriously disappear like Jeffrey. And I was like, I don't think so. She's going to
0: outlive all of us at this point. <laughs> I know, honestly.
1: And his, the reading I did for him was so shady. So it was just like...
0: Yeah, your Epstein reading.
1: Uh, That one creeped me out because I was going to say,
0: yeah, is there ever readings where you're like, I have to shower after? It just feels icky.
1: My Ezra Miller reading really fucked me up.
0: Oh, everyone's talking about Ezra Miller. I need to dive into everything. I I think Ezra goes by they, them, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So everything that they've done, but I just hear that they're assaulting women all
1: over the island of Hawaii. I mean, I will. I just, there was like a viral TikTok of this girl alleging that Ezra was like doing like witchcraft and stuff, which I kind of saw like ah. really dark you know what I see? Okay. This is what I see for anyone like interested when it comes to Ezra. I see someone who wants people to be afraid of them. So they're like, (laughs) it worked. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're not like, they're not like actually a Satanist or a demonic person or whatever, but I see them as someone that wants to dabble in that in order to be seen as like controversial and like scary and whatever. And I think when you do stuff like that, sometimes you accidentally kick stuff up and that's what I'm seeing.
0: Well, isn't that even creepier is wanting people to be scared of you and wanting to want to be in that stuff. I think that's almost even more fucked up than like, oh, I just like was raised by a cult or you know what I mean?
1: Um, Yeah. I think when I was in Ezra Miller's reading, it reminded me of the time I met a sociopath in real life and it scared mm -hmm. the shit out of me. And I'm not saying that that's what they are, but I'm saying it was very similar to like being an empty vessel and allowing things to come into me. Because that's what it feels like when I see, when I meet sociopaths or people who are like, kind of capable of anything they're completely empty like there's nothing inside of them it's a vessel and I can see them scanning the room to figure out how to act it's weird it's like it's like being a lizard a person like a lizard in a human body
0: yeah well you've heard about that too like right like aliens walk among us or like people trying to blend in it's like such a tantalizing conspiracy theory because it also is tied very closely to these personality disorders you know
1: I mean, my I have a controversial per- opinion about aliens. I think that um, humans are very self-centered because who says that aliens are more advanced than us? We could be the most advanced species, which is even more terrifying.
0: Wait, but then wouldn't that mean that we're not self-centered? Like, isn't it very humbling to be like, oh, there's no way we're the smartest out there? No,
1: because people are always like, oh, they're going to help us. They're going to advance us. Oh. But it's like, well, what if we're the most, advanced? isn't that scary? What if we are the most advanced and we're supposed to be helping other species and we're just sitting there like, you suck.
0: Helping other species. We're like, I'm going to eat you for a dinner.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, I also, I mean, I do think aliens have been helping us for a while, but whatever. Yeah.
0: Have you heard of the conspiracy theories that a lot of UFO sightings happen over nuclear um, facilities all over the country and they think that aliens are disabling these nuclear weapons
1: so then that way we can't like wipe ourselves out? I would love that. Can they do that again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know, honestly, I would love to like, just like get like a bunch of stuff just to send to the aliens of like ridiculous stuff and be like, this is what our life was like. And it's just like Trisha Paytas crying on the kitchen floor. You know what I mean? I just like that. Like you need to see our culture. Like, you know, don't talk to the world leaders. Talk to the idiots on the internet. You know what I mean? It's Nikocado
0: Avocado shoving his face with burgers. And it's like, this is what we do every Monday. Yeah, literally. I mean, that's
1: literally our culture. Like, that's what it is.
0: So Yeah. And people like it and then send you money. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's talk about real quick. I loved your reading on Justin and Haley Bieber. I did a podcast episode on them and the title was... Justin and Haley Bieber and Selena's there too. And that was kind of your video too. I love that. You said that they're a mess. He's got eyes for someone else. There have been so many blinds over the years of him consistently trying to get in touch with Selena Gomez, like hiring new people, sending flowers to her, looking her up online. Haley's looking her up online too. Would you say that there's something about Selena that draws people to her? Or would you say that it's just their powerful relationship that like, we're all still obsessed with it. What, like eight years after the fact?
1: I mean, I love Selena Gomez a lot. Mm. I, I don't really have a specific reason. I mean, like I love her music, but there's just something about her that I love. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. You and know? we I don't all think- feel the
0: same way about you too, where it's like, I don't know what her talent is, but I want more of her.
1: Right. And, yeah. and you know, and I just, there's just something captivating about her. I think it's vulnerability. Mm. because we kind of know a lot about her like a lot about her health struggles and her entire love life and we grew up you know watching her on disney or whatever the hell so it's like i think that's like the magic potion of why people are obsessed with her as far as justin i think justin's obsessed with her because i think she was the only person that was as equally damaged as he was that Mm. also wanted to tolerate him
0: Ah, interesting. Well, there are so many rumors about like Haley being his handler and him actually hating her. And I just want to say like, I feel like Haley Bieber. I feel like everyone's like, no, like we love Haley Bieber. And whenever someone says that, I'm like, why? Tell me why you like Haley Bieber. And I think that they just like her because she has to deal with Justin's shit. And because she's such this like pathetic, like victim. She has this victim narrative. So people say that they like her. But it's interesting because you were saying in your reading they're both aggressive and one person is more showy about their aggression, but the other person is more passive. And you've said that he's ignited fights between the two of them to try to like bring up Haley's insecurities, but she also starts fights too, which I thought was very interesting.
1: I can tell you exactly why everyone loves Haley Bieber because they are Haley Bieber. Okay, <laughs> this is why, and I'm going to tell you why. So she has been chasing him for a while. She's liked him a lot. He was, she was his, like on the side he put her on ice basically okay we've all been put on ice by a guy okay and every time his other girls wouldn't answer him and wouldn't hang out with him she would show up right we've all been there yeah she made the mistake of chasing him and then capturing him okay which is something i see so common in relationships i've had friends recently who've had this happen and their relationships fall apart i've seen myself almost do this i just dodged a situation where i almost did this when someone is not that into you, but they're kind of like you and you're like, I'm going to chase you and I'm going to capture you and I'm going to pull you to me. What happens is you're trying to anchor someone who wants to float away. Mm -hmm. Now, if you keep doing that, you're going to eventually catch them in a position where they're like, you know what? You really do love me. You really do care about me. I'm just going to give in. Let's date. Let's get married, which is what happened between the two of them. Now she's elated. She's so happy. She loves it. The first year is like, great. It's amazing. And then all of a sudden... The person you were trying to pull down is going to wake up in like a year or two where you've literally healed them. You've helped them. You've helped heal their wounds. You've taken care of them. And they're like, oh, I'm good again. And they're going to look for it elsewhere. That's what happens because they didn't choose you. You chose them. You have to choose each other. Mm -hmm. so they just gave in to you and that's what happened in their relationship he gave in to her because he's like I might as well she's not gonna stop she really likes me she was super excited about that and now he's constantly trying to float away and she's constantly trying to pull him back down not gonna work
0: and it just seems too – it's just like where does it go from here? For like as religious as they both are, I was talking to um an anti-lawyer who does all of these blind items and he was like, I find it really surprising that they haven't gotten pregnant yet um because they have been married for a while. Everyone is having COVID babies and it just kind of seems like it's either – for them, babies and a very strenuous relationship for the rest of time while, you know, he's constantly cheating on her and she's just putting up with it. I just can't, it's really hard for me to see them breaking up because I feel like she wouldn't want that to happen. And why would he break up with her if he's allowed to cheat on whoever and still have her at home?
1: Do you really think they're like religious? Do you really believe that? Oh I think, I think his obsession with religion is superficial um, because Mm. I think for him, most of his connections are superficial. I don't think he really understands what that means. Mm. Um, And I think she mirrors and mimics anything he says or does.
0: Oh, so you think that she's into it because it's more of like this facade that they put together Interesting. I think she
1: mirrors her partner. I think that's her problem. I think that's yeah. the issue in their relationship is she's not a person, she mirrors him. And I think we've seen that with her mirroring a lot of stuff that Selena Gomez has done or like, oh, yeah. there's a ton of posts, you know, about like how she's like copying Selena or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's why she mirrors. And I, I think that he... lacks a lot of emotional intelligence and i think he's a bit oblivious and aloof and so i don't even think he realizes that she's mimicking him i think it's just like oh yeah we're like the same and that's where it ends for him there's not really in depth and i think that's also why him and selena didn't really work out that well because she's really deep and he's like faux deep like he's just like "Mm." you know what i mean and she's just like really sensitive and really like messy you know i think that's why we love selena she's fucking messy like there's no you she's the type of girl where i feel like like she would call you up in the middle of the night like just like fucking wasted before (laughs) um and just being like i don't understand why he doesn't love me and you're like selena like it's four o'clock in the morning go to bed you know what i mean i think that's just her vibe and i don't i think Haley is someone who's more like streamlined put together and wants perfection
0: Oh, like, fuck that. I want the Selena, you know? <laughs> and allegedly, like, Taylor would stop being her friends at times when she was going back to Justin and Taylor couldn't take it anymore and because of her alleged drug use. And that's huge in the blinds is that Selena has had such a battle with drugs and people just – she has this incredible PR team that writes her off as, like, this good Disney girl. But, like, you know, she's been in and out of rehab. She's hooked up, allegedly, with Justin Thurdeau when he was with Jennifer Aniston. She hooked up with Orlando Bloom and he was with Katy Perry. Like, You know, I also do love Selena Gomez because she just has that, like, spark that you can't help but be drawn to. But, like, on paper, I feel like she's done a lot of unequivocally bad things. Um, She's definitely – everyone loves a girl with a past, or at least I do, and she's definitely got, like, a hell of a past. You know what I mean? Do
1: you think that um, Taylor and Selena were just friends?
0: Do I think that I think that Demi was in love with Selena back yes. in the day and that's why their relationship that's why she got so mad when Selena was hanging out with Taylor Do you see more to it there
1: I think that Selena Gomez, notice how she's like constantly like all alleged that she's like, you know, sleeping with those people. I think that she has boundary issues and intimacy issues. And so I Mm. think that she crosses her boundaries with her friends and with people she's friendly with when she's, you know, upset, emotional, or, you know, maybe under the influence, whatever. I feel like she crosses those boundaries. And I feel like that's where things maybe they end up having sex or they end up doing something like that. I think that's her vibe is to me as someone who boundary crosses when you're not in the right emotional state and so yeah. i find it hard to believe that most of our friendships didn't have a boundary cross at some point point. and taylor and her give me like remember that one time you know in the middle of the woods when we said we would never talk about it again That's yes what it gets
0: like. oh god yeah. that gets me excited
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, and also- i listen i say this is someone that loves selena but i keep it real
0: yeah well <laughs> she also had that like kind of strange relationship with um her like co-writer, I forget her name. Julia um, Michaels. Julia Michaels, like they kissed on stage, Cara Delavine, people are, it's like a lot of her female friends. It's like, are they sleeping together or are they not? Which is very, very interesting. God, that makes me the next time, like a huge hurricane or storm is about to happen, I'm going to fly to LA and be like, maybe <laughs> Selena will get nervous and like, fuck me.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I just, I just see her as someone who's very sad. Yeah, and I feel like when someone's sad, you know, people will be like, "Oh, are you okay?" and then boundaries get crossed.
0: Also, someone as cute as Selena, I'd be like, "Of course you can, like, climb into my bed if yeah, you Who scared. says no? Like, right? No, never. <laughs> yeah. So let's end with probably the most up to date one that I'm sure everyone is hounding you to do more and more on, which is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Have you been watching their trial updates? Because you spoke about them back in January. Jan January 19th 2022
1: um I've watched a little bit uh not a lot because I don't have all day because <laughs> it's and a lot it's long
0: and have you watched her because she took the stand we're doing this right now on Thursday today and yesterday it's the most like it's so hard to watch it's just well have you watched her on stage I haven't seen
1: her yet I okay. only saw him
0: and he and- speaks very slow I had to listen to him oh, on like 1.5 I was like speed it up Johnny <laughs>
1: It's a tactic. He's very good. Like he's, I'm not saying that he's not like a victim or anything like that. Um, but I, what I am saying is he's very strategic in how he's playing this, which he has to be. I mean, it's a court case, um, but he's very, very good. Like there are certain tactics that I see him using in terms of the way he's expressing himself and leaving pauses for emotion and for like, you know, support and stuff. And I, I think he's playing it exactly how he needs to.
0: Mm, mm-hmm, hmm 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 Okay. Your reading of it was uh, fantastic.
1: Hello, hello, hello. And here, your pop culture psychic, back to you again with another celebrity reading. This time it's on Giant Depth and Amber Heard. Apparently they are on trial. You said, first
0: of all, you said this is one of the most toxic relationships you've ever read. Yep. You said that Amber Heard, her energy is cold and calculating. It's not motherly. It's not warm. And we've had a therapist that came to court and diagnosed her, I think, with history one person was saying histrionic one person was saying BPD everyone online is saying narcissism i think we can all agree that this is just not a typical person and it's not the typical way that they act and there's even old clips because you know everyone's digging through stuff now where she has said before that she's really drawn to the concept of a character where who they are on the inside is very different than how they look on the outside and everyone was like bitch that's you because it's you look you. Yeah <laughs> so the energy that you get from Amber Heard is one thing, what energy do you get from Johnny Depp? Because if you asked, oh, the general public, like what's Johnny Depp's personality five years ago, they would probably be like, he's like a rock star. He's a guy who's been with multiple women. And now because of the court case, everyone's like, he's like a little soft baby and he doesn't know how to do anything. I'm like, are we forgetting who Johnny Depp is?
1: Him and Selena Gomez are the same person. Uh, oh, ooh. <laughs> they are the same person, um, 100%. I think he's very sad. I think he's very charismatic. I think Mm -hmm. he pulls people in that way. I think there are some levels of like emotional, you know, game playing that he plays. And I think he also has issues with boundaries because of that. Um, I don't see him as malicious, um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely see him as messy.
0: And this is one of the main things too. People are like, I think there's, you probably get this all the time, being someone who's online, there's such a lack of nuance on the internet. And people think that if Amber is the villain, then Johnny must be the hero. But I think that they've both abused each other in different ways. Would you say that? Or do you think that it's kind of one-sided?
1: If I'm being honest, um, I do think that they've both done things to each other. Um, If if I'm obviously not an expert, but from what I read in the cards, it's very hard for me to w- see what has happened to Johnny and not feel more empathy for him.
0: Totally. Like he definitely is less of a enemy or perpetrator. I think everyone knows Amber
1: Heard's the worst here. Especially considering some of the things that she's done can kind of crack a person and -hmm. if you're already a vulnerable person you're already a bit messy. I can see how that could happen. You know what I mean? Like I could see how things could escalate based off of some of the things that she's alleged to have done. You know what I mean? And I think we've all been in relationships where things are like emotionally, you know, not so great, maybe a gray area or maybe a little bit toxic. Um, but I think the reason it's escalated is because, um, mostly of some of the actions that I see her doing, they lack, um, emotion or empathy. And I think that is a huge trigger for him.
0: Which is funny because she was with Elon Musk. Talk about like two sociopaths linking up.
1: (laughs) That's why they got together. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, also, I just, it's very hard for me. And I I struggle to talk about this. And, you know, people ask me a lot about her having a baby and stuff. And I don't like to like, you know, shit on people or anything like that. But I really struggled to understand because I didn't feel the connection I normally feel. Like a normal person's connection to their child. It didn't feel that way to me.
0: Yeah. It felt like a tool,
1: which I didn't like. Um, and obviously I don't know for sure, but that's what it felt like. It's like, oh, this is what I need to do for, you know, to get where I need to go. And it just, I I, I don't know, it it scared me. It reminded me of Jada Pinkett Smith, allegedly. Um, it just, it's just something where it's, it's. I don't know. It's just really bizarre to me. And I'm not a psychological expert, but uh, there's something different there for sure.
0: Yeah. I love it. It's like a, a psychic smack talk. You're like, there's something <laughs> a little bit different there.
1: Yeah. I um, mean, I, I try to understand, but some then, people make it hard.
0: Well, also her having the baby, I'm like, Elizabeth Holmes also had the baby before the trial. I'm like, that is nice to know as a woman, there's always a little backup card. You could be like, well, now I'm pregnant. So you have to look at me differently.
1: I mean, yeah, and it's up to a jury, and you never know what they're mm-hmm. going to
0: think. So, okay, things that you were correct about in the video, everything. Um, <sighs> you said that one of them will get caught in a huge lie. It has something to do about their character, humanitarian nature. You also say one of them is going to get caught in a lie during the trial about timelines, and that's going to get messed up. Speaking of her humanitarian nature, when they got divorced, she said that she was going to pay – $3.5 million to two different charities from her divorce settlement, ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, and also, I think, to uh, a children's hospital in Los Angeles. It came out that afterwards she had only donated $1.3 million of what she said she was gonna donate. They asked her about it and she said that she was having financial difficulties. Allegedly, Elon Musk stepped up and paid the rest of what she owed. So, just there already, we have her saying that she's gonna do this humanitarian thing and she didn't do it. And then you said too, what was it? Da, 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 da. There's another person that she wants to go after. And if she goes after them, they will destroy her life as she knows it. I'm getting Elon Musk vibes. What are you getting?
1: Yeah. A lot of people said that. Um, I actually didn't know that they had a relationship when I did that reading,
0: Mm -hmm. um,
1: which probably stupid of me to not like at least figure something out about. No, because it makes
0: it even more impressive that you say all of these things like that. This comes to you and it literally plays out in real life.
1: Yeah, I mean a lot of people are like, oh, he does all this research. And I'm just like, I'm not that smart. Like, <laughs> I really am not. I promise you, if you see me in my real life, all my friends are like, You're one of the dumbest people I know. I'm like, I know there's a reason that I'm good at this because it's the only thing I'm good at. Um, but no, in general, uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I think it's possible that it's him. Um, but I think she has a shit list and I think she's overconfident. Mm.
0: Um,
1: and I do think that she's going to continuously move forward with getting what she wants, regardless of the outcome of this trial. Um, mm. I think that she's overtly confident and and I think that she genuinely thinks that people believe her. Um, I don't know how, especially yeah. with like the reaction that people are having. Um, but perhaps she's just rationalizing it as like Johnny is just so loved because he's popular and uh, whatever. I don't know.
0: Interesting. And if you had to pick who you think is going to win, it's interesting because it is a jury trial and everyone seems to be team Johnny. But the trial isn't about who abused who? It's about this idea of defamation. And he previously lost a case in the UK that was about defamation. If you had to pick, what do you think is going to happen?
1: Honestly, I don't know. And I know everyone wants a direct answer. I mean, as far as like the legality of it, I do think she has an advantage, which I said in my video, I'm pretty sure. And everyone was like pissed off at me. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. And I was just like, it's <laughs> really hard because I saw what I saw was her needing to pay what she owes. That's what I see. That needs to be paid. And I see him winning in that way. I don't really know about the other things. And I tried really hard to figure it out, but it's very, very convoluted and messy. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that when it comes to their lawyers, her lawyer's tactic Because everyone's like, her lawyers are incompetent. That's their strategy. That's literally their strategy. Their strategy is to seem, yeah. Uh, The way I see it is like his strategy is to seem like he's like pushing and pushing and pushing to see Johnny's reaction. I think Mm -hmm. that their entire goal this entire time was to bait Johnny into reacting, which is why he was talking so slow
0: because I could they, see that. they were
1: badgering him and hounding him and pushing him and they were saying a bunch of bullshit that they know isn't real or isn't true and they're like incompetent and they're making all these mistakes because when johnny laughs at them he looks arrogant and cocky when johnny is like haha you're an idiot like they want him to act like they're an idiot so that they can see that side to him it's a tactic
0: That's such a good point because this is a trial by jury. If they ask him a question or they screw something up and he barks at them or he says something sharp, of course he's talking slow. He doesn't want to come across like some aggressive – abuser.
1: And there's been a few moments where he's kind of like laughed or whatever. And that that's their goal. And that's why yeah. I'm like, how are you guys not seeing this? Like, that's the whole point. So I think, you know, I think that her lawyers are doing exactly what they need to do because they don't really have much. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to come down to how convincing she is on the stand. If she's able to be slightly empathetic, which is hard for her, yeah. um, I think she'll have more of an upper hand than we realize.
0: Ooh, interesting. It's funny because I watch her on the stand, and I'm like, "This is a cringe topia." But like, I'm not one of the members of the jury, so what does it matter what I think?
1: You also have to keep in mind, like, the jury could, like, I mean, they could be like, "Fuck him. He's been famous and rich for forever." You know what I mean? You never know what a jury is thinking. Yeah. Um. And you know, I'm I'm hoping, if you want my opinion, I'm hoping that you know, um, she'll kind of crack on the stand, and he'll end up winning. But I don't really know.
0: Good. Well, it's it's fun, and it's it's very dark that we're all making a spectacle out of it. But you know, gives us. I don't think it's do. dark
1: at all because every single person can relate to this scenario. We've all been in a toxic relationship, or mm. you know, something similar to this. And I, I, I again feel very strongly that it's like celebrities are a great teaching tool. They signed up for this, and we are obsessed with them. So you might as well learn something from it.
0: Can I ask something sick? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I am convinced that back when things were good, Johnny and Amber probably had like the best sex ever. Do you get that vibe? I'm just like, because here's the thing. People are like, oh my God, crazy girls are so good in bed. So we're crazy guys. So it's crazy anyone. And if you have two people who are both like, you know, these egomaniacs who are fighting and then probably having like hate sex after like back when things were good, I bet it was really good.
1: I actually think that she was just willing to do anything.
0: Really? Well, there's also a lot of people, too. She's been in relationships with women and there are all these rumors going around where it's like Amber Heard is literally gay, but she is just social climbing with these men to try and get money when really she only cares
1: romantically about women. I was like, oh, there's a theory. I mean, I'm just, I just see her as someone who's willing to do anything. Like, I'll say yes to anything, do anything I need to do. I mean, the thing with, the, like, the shit in the bed stuff. Like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, she's literally willing to do whatever it takes to get whatever she wants. And I feel like, you know, that's really attractive to men. Again, goes back to Galene, you know, yeah. like, you do whatever I want? Like, oh, my God, I love you. And it's like, really? Okay. Yeah.
0: Whatever it takes. Even it takes uh, taking a dump. Whatever it takes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew. laughs>
0: Okay. I have to say, this is like the most fascinating conversation I've had in a really long time. You have such a way with words and like, of course you're on YouTube, Ant for mm-hmm. You also do pick a card readings. You also do readings for every horoscope for the month. And I see now you're starting to be more on TikTok, right?
1: Yeah. I was a little bit scared because yeah. I feel like TikTok like, cancels and hates on everyone for everything and I'm very blunt and straightforward and but you know I'm I'm dabbling and I'm, I've am i been doing my tarot and stuff but I've also been doing just like lifestyle stuff on there too I'm just
0: yeah testing I love your the logs. waters
1: you live yeah, in Texas waters.
0: right
1: yeah I live in Austin originally from New York but okay. I now have moved to Austin and I love it here so yeah, yeah it's a vibe
0: and if people want to request like specific readings from you, or I know that you're also on Twitch, just yes. shout out everything that you do because I'm sure people would love to get involved.
1: Yeah. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Aphrodite, same name everywhere. Um, you can always just like uh, tag me in a post or tweet at me or DM me somewhere. Um, I do read them all. Um, and I will go off of whatever is like the most popular, whatever I feel strongly drawn to. Um and that's kind of it. I mean as far as personal readings, um I do have a website anfredy.com right now. Um I'm not doing prior readings but I will be soon, so just follow my socials, I'll announce it way before it happens so you'll be prepared. Um and also if you ever catch one of my lives on Twitch, I do do readings for viewers all the time. Mm, so okay. sometimes they're paid Sometimes there are random raffle readings Where you're like Just like it'll pick someone Randomly in the chat I'll explain it on there But if you're ever interested In watching me live Or just talking to me Because I talk about My life there as well mm-hmm. And especially my dating life Which is a disaster <laughs> um, So uh, yeah If you're ever wondering that
0: yeah. Yay And in the meantime too Maybe uh, you know A TV show will be in the works Or something like that uh, I think that away. would be so fun To see you interviewing celebrities That would be fantastic
1: I would love it. It's my dream. So.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. Okay. Huge,
0: huge. Thank you to Anne for coming on. Please go check him out on YouTube. I love, I love his videos. And I think there's just like one main trending topic to cover right now. And that's what everyone is watching, which is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I've already spoken about this. You're probably getting a little bit fatigued from it. I know I kind of am. Um, The only thing that's new since we spoke last is that Amber Heard has taken the stand and been giving testimony for the past couple of days. And I was really under the impression that once she took the stand, all of the Johnny heads or whatever the fuck they're calling themselves um, would kind of be a little bit sympathetic towards her because I do think that abuse happened on both sides in the relationship. When I say this, I'm not disqualifying what she's saying or discounting her experience, but it's hard to watch her testimony. It, I, I talked about it on Instagram. It's just like this unholy trinity of cringe, and it seems very rehearsed, and it's just – I don't even know how to describe it, but if you watch it, you're probably getting the same feeling in your stomach where I actually – it's really hard for me to watch more than five minutes just because I feel so like distinctly uncomfortable. And I watch a lot of Russell Brand's videos on YouTube, and he was speaking about this trial. Basically, his take was really interesting on it, too, because, I mean, Russell Brand was a celebrity. He still is. And he was basically talking about how every single relationship has ups and downs, right? Like, I look through any past relationship I've ever had. And maybe this is fucked up what I'm doing, but I'm pretty sure everyone's doing this too. Let me know if, if I'm alone in this, I'm watching this trial and I'm thinking of if me and any of my exes had to air out our dirty laundry in court, how we would talk about it, what would come up, the bad things I've done, the bad things they've done. Um, You know, it's just something that happens. You watch this and you kind of put yourself in that position. And it is sad. Like, at the end of the day, it is really sad because these two people loved each other and they were married. And now, like, everyone's airing out all their dirty shit. And, like, shit is, like, literally something (laughs) that's being aired out, which is insane. So my only take on this, because everyone has fucking takes, is to just kind of watch and observe, like, what triggers you about this trial. And I'll share something that's kind of triggering me, which is the diagnosis on everything. Um, we have had two different therapists or like psychotherapists, one from Johnny's team and one from Amber's team come on. And one is saying, uh, you know, Amber has histrionic personality disorder, narcissism, BPD. The other one is saying that Amber actually has PTSD, things like that. And I'm just seeing a lot of comments and think pieces of people being like, this is what it's like to date someone with BPD, um, which is borderline personality disorder. There are a few people who I think have been vocal with having BPD, Trisha Paytas, and I think Madison Beer um, has also spoken about having borderline personality disorder. I've researched it for years because I've been harboring the secret um, hunch that I have BPD, which I feel like just kind of leans to a larger talk. I feel like we kind of live in this era of everyone self-diagnosing themselves, which probably has something to do with the fact that you can't scroll through more than five videos on TikTok without getting an advertisement for ADHD medicine. But I just think it sucks as someone, you know, if you're someone with BPD and you're reading all of these articles and it's like, oh, my God, like if you date anyone with BPD, like they will shit in your bed and like they will abuse you and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's like fucked up, too. There's just so much stuff coming out of it. Um, So we'll see. The trial, I think, is stopping for a couple of weeks. And I think May 14th or May 16th it'll pick up again. So who knows? I think the only thing we know is that after this, like none of them are going to get work again, which I'm pretty sure was the point of what Johnny Depp was doing. He's like, if I'm not going to get work, then you're not going to get work either. And then the last thing I want to do, I don't know if you saw my Instagram video of like the closet that I'm in right now where I record. Um, but I do have five star reviews up on the board behind me. And I just wanted to read some of the ones that have recently come in because I, I read all of them, and I think that they're so sweet. Somebody said, um, all of my other podcasts have turned into elevator or hold music until a new Fluently Forward episode drops. I could listen to Shannon talk about anything. Someone said, Shannon's voice alone is worth five stars. Amazing podcast, well-organized, and amazing guests. Definitely a highlight of my week. You guys are so sweet. A bunch of people say that they really like my voice, which is fascinating because before this podcast, I had never gotten that before. We have another one that says conspiracies, celebrity blinds, pop culture. This combines all of my interests. I love this show and I love Shannon's voice and delivery. I'm right with you. That's my, that's my holy trinity of stuff that I'm interested in. And then lastly, someone said my new favorite podcast. Please keep recording. I love your voice too. The content is spot on each week. Thank you for the HP content. Thank you for the review. Which, by the way, sometimes people are like, I don't know how to review the podcast. I didn't either. If you have an iPhone, you go into the podcast app. You just like search for it. And then if you search for the show and you scroll down, you can rate it five stars and write a review if you want, um, which is so funny because when I first started podcasting, I was like, God damn, how does everyone read their reviews? I don't know where this exists. And then like a month into it, I found a bunch and I was like, oh, <laughs> here it is on my phone. Also, like always, if you want to sign up for the Substack, fluentlyforward.substack.com. We send out a free newsletter every Friday, and it covers a little chunk of something that wasn't in the podcast. And Aphrodite and I didn't have time to get to his reading about um, Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik from One Direction. So I'm going to talk a little bit about his video there and things like that. So feel free to sign up for it. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. Huge thanks to Anphrodite. And I will see you next Monday for the next episode of Fluently Forward. Bye guys.